Hey everybody and welcome to the Inferno Cast episode 011 or 11 and we got a really fun topic today that really hits on uh, all of us here in the crew's long storied history in video games as a, a, all six of us combined have over 190 years of video game experience and <laughs> old and as sad as that Jeez. might sound. Uh, it's going to be a really, really fun topic because it sort of goes into an older history of video games. But before we get into that, just want to go ahead and introduce myself and our our crew here. I, of course, am Inferno Fox. I am the host of the YouTube site of Inferno Fox Gaming. And you, of course, can find this podcast here on the same YouTube site, as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And joining me today, we, of course, have Stormrose Sky of the Twitch and YouTube channels of Stormrose Sky. Storm, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And please be gentle. I (laughs) make no guarantees. (laughs) And a bad day. Absolutely not. (laughs) I'll just talk about Pac-Man. Pac-Man, 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 Pac-Man. All right. Uh, next, we have Astromedes. He is a developer and co-owner of Second Place Games. Astromedes, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. And next, we have Jason the 13th of the YouTube channel, Jason the 13th. Jason, thank you so much for joining us. Not a problem at all. And we have Jamie Owls 87. She is my partner and partner in crime. Jamie Owls, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. And finally, last and certainly absolutely definitely not least, we have Simbu Darkfang. He is our resident level five grandpa and actor at the Basement of the Dead. Simbu, thank you so much for joining us. I would like to thank the Academy for this uh, prestigious award. Oh, wait, sorry. Where are we again? You are accepting the award for biggest ham. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if it's a honey ham, I'm in. (laughs) <laughs> Heck yes, it is a honey ham. You got it. <laughs> um, and just again, brief note uh, that again is Basement of the Dead in Aurora, Illinois. They have their opening weekend on September 22nd, September 22nd, 2023. So again, if you're in the Chicagoland area, uh, please come out and, and check that out. It's a, It's always a really good time there. And today's topic is about our favorite third-generation NES games, or third-generation video games in general. But before we get into that, I I just want to raise a question for you guys in regards to one of the series that started in this particular generation. Um, Have you guys had any experience with the Castlevania series? Yes. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. No, oh, I've only watched the, the Netflix one. show. <laughs> <laughs> no, beyond the first one. Gotcha. I, I think I played the first two. <laughs> I played, I believe, the first three on NES, and then maybe like one or so of the SNES Castlevania games. And then uh, Jamie Owls, is that the... Because uh, you played the uh, Xbox. I played the Xbox... Um, I'm aware of the NES versions. Um, I believe we used to uh, rent those from Blockbuster back in the day. 
But yeah, I'm more familiar with the Xbox One. Nice. And then uh, Storm, I think you said that you watched the anime. I did, don't remember. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I've not played any Castlevania. <laughs> I've only seen the Netflix anime, which I absolutely loved. Yeah, like it I was. I've played Castlevania, but don't. <laughs> For for being based off of the the series, especially a series that its last few entries were the uh, very mid to abysmal Lord Lord of Shadows series, like the anime was phenomenal, a great one of the best adaptations. Which of course we talked about movies and TV shows uh, being adapted from video games, and that that's probably one of the best. Uh, the reason I mention that, of course, is that the channel on my uh, inferno fox gaming channel this saturday i am featuring the top 10 castlevania games because of course i'm a big dork and i play a whole bunch of these series castlevania being no exception and i i've rated and ranked uh the over 10 plus castlevania games that i have played and there have been some good ones and not so good ones but today we're going to be talking about some really good good games our favorite in the the third generation and just kind of as a little bit of a background that there were other systems out at the same time like the sega master system and the atari 7800 but i'm going to guess all six of us are probably going to be featuring more heavily the uh games from the nes because we were we're all from the united states uh the sega master system (laughs) while available uh in in the U.S. was it was not near as big as it was. I think it really was big in Europe, Europe specifically the U.K. and then the and then Brazil in like the '90s and early aughts. It was a really weird system. Um, but so, and again, it just a reminder: this is our favorite games of this generation, not what we believe are the best. Uh, that really kind of impacts me personally because, like, I have my favorite three are not going to be what. I would think would be the best three on the system, but uh, let's go ahead and uh, Jason the 13th. I, because we were kind of talking about this before we started recording here and you, you kind of gave us a, a good perspective on uh, s- some of your favorites. So uh, go ahead and, and enlighten us. What are your three favorite NES <laughs> games? All right. So I have to go with, the, I, went to, I went to, thought about leaving it out, but I'm going to say the my number one favorite and one of the best in my list too is Mega Man 2. Uh, of course Mega Man is one of my favorite franchises of all of all time. So that would be number one on the list. Now the number two and three probably not as known but I was thinking back as to how much I replayed games when I was young. Like I know Mario Brothers was one of those but I wouldn't say it was my favorite, favorite game. Uh, I enjoyed for my number two would be the G.I. Joe All-American Heroes. The first one, I never don't recall ever playing the sequel that came out, but the first one, it was such a great game. Uh, number three would be uh, Little Nemo, the Dream uh, Dr- Dream Master. Oh my gosh, why is the name? It's little It's Little Nemo Dream master right yep okay. i think so, so yeah. <laughs> that was another one that was extremely fun to play and just replayed it over and over and over and then of course you have tons of honorable mentions but the two we <laughs> talked about earlier two honorable mentions that i love to be on belief was dino riki and the caveman games we played the crap out of all those games <laughs> oh nice 
yeah, yeah, those are some great entries. You you, you can't go wrong with Mega Man Two because that, that that's a, a classic. It is probably. I mean, I remember playing the first Mega Man, but Mega Man Two is what got me into the Mega Man fandom, basically. <laughs> And like L- Little Nemo, as as sad as it sounds, I didn't know that was based on an anime movie until like uh, back then. I did not either. <laughs> it was actually wasn't it originally a comic strip that ran Ooh, like in the whatever twenties, twenties or thirties or something like that. Yeah, it was it was originally from like nineteen thirty six, and it was, it yeah, was an okay. American comic comic strip on the in the New Yorker, I think, for a year or that something. Sounds right. Yeah, did yeah. not know that. I knew of the anime. So I, I, you figure you add 58 years, you know, the, the copyright limitation on top of when that originally released it up now, it can become a good Japanese anime movie. And then uh, freaking Capcom with their awesome adaptations of like anything animated and, and not comes in and does this fantastic game for it. It's mm-hmm. just amazing. But yeah, Little Nemo was on my runners-up list. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of those games that you just constantly replayed. Like, I was looking at the list of games online, and I was like, ooh, that was a good game. That was a good game. But I remember playing them, but not as much as I played mm-hmm. those. <laughs> yeah, and just all three of those really have that that sort of... Re- Probably Mega Man, the, all the Mega Man games have that replayability. Just oh, you yeah. know, the 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 order of beating, like that. That's what really made those games. Mm-hmm. But um, and then you and I had talked about which one is is the best, the best of the Mega Mans it was yeah. between two, three, and Mega Man X. And the answer, yep. correct answer, is Mega Man Two. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mega Man 2 is the one I played the most. I uh shamefully forgot about Mega Man when I was preparing for my list, <laughs> but okay. uh I did play a lot of uh Mega Man 2. I remember really liking it and uh playing it with my uh brothers and cousins and getting really scared when I think the dragon appears in like a oh. jumping puzzle icy area or something. <laughs> I believe there was a dragon <laughs> mini boss. Yep. Oh gosh, that's that's too funny. Um, I'm gonna touch now on and ask, touch upon and ask Jamie Owls what your top three games were. So, would you allow to like a very last minute change? Because I just remember a game that I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I forgot about that. <laughs> no, sorry, no, no last minute. We we were We've all gone in. through the multi step review process. <laughs> yeah. okay. We always go through for this cast. Okay. No, go ahead. Okay. I couldn't tell if you guys were serious, but no, absolutely not. All right. Well, number one, of course, we all know Super Mario, the very first one. That one I, you know, always played with my siblings. Um, Super Mario 3, another one. And the third one um, is Duck Hunt. Yeah. really duck hunt and is i'm kicking myself because i'm like i know there were more games than the first original three i picked and so i just quickly did a google search and i saw duck hunt and i'm like oh my god that was the game i played a lot <laughs> and i used to hate the dog so much like i wanted to shoot the dog more than the dog yeah the game doesn't let you uh, no. shoot a fire when the dog pops out of the, the nope. screen jerk yeah i hated him <laughs> 
Didn't uh, somebody create a emulation where it's dog hunt, not duck hunt, and you're hunting the dog? I think oh, so. Sure. I think they, they've done a mod like that. Good call. <laughs> Sounds familiar, yeah. Probably a ROM hack or whatever, yeah. <laughs> and, and Jamie, I was, you, you had mentioned your number three before to me pr- prior to the recording yeah. for, for California Games. So yeah, bumping that down to honorable mention? Yes. <laughs> So it's funny, and I, w- I wanted to call on you next, not only to kind of get the the Mario games uh, mentioned right away, because of course th- those are a- excellent games in their own oh, right, mm-hmm. but uh, Jason had mentioned the uh, Caveman games, and then yes. uh, Jimmy Alzu had mentioned California games, and I've played neither, so I'm going to pit you both <laughs> together and 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 argue which which of the two games are are, are better. Jason, what made Caveman Games so good to you? Uh, well, when I was young, I loved everything dinosaurs. So the Caveman Games definitely struck my fancy more than California Games. I do remember playing California Games. Uh, I never owned that one. My cousin owned it. And we would play that one over there. And of course, you had to have uh, one of the, oh, what was it called? It was a big square, almost like it was... Uh, they had like the joystick with the NES advantage. Was yeah. it an advantage? Yes, yes. And it had the turbo, and you had to use yes, turbo to yes. get past some of the stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh gosh. But the whole dinosaur theme with the cavemans, and it just it was more humorous with the caveman games, is what made that one stick out to me. Now, did caveman games have a shark at all? No. So Jamie Owls is that the the kicker with California games because that has a shark in it? <laughs> Probably because I used to remember always playing, you know, the surfing part, and I would purposely <laughs> throw the guy into the water, and you see the little shark pop its head out. <laughs> and, I also and, like the roller skating part too; that was fun. And fast forward about 20, 25 years to you playing GTA Five and taking the guy out in the open oh, yeah. just to get eaten by the shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do that when I'm bored. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's too funny. Yeah, I played Caveman Games. Uh, I think we rented it like several times. I don't think we owned it, but I remember, yeah, it being very like the the art was really fun, and it was mm-hmm. like a really like uh, fun and full of dinosaurs game, yep. and the gameplay was awful. It was tap the buttons uh, as yeah, fast uh, as you can, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. I played California Games maybe once or twice. I don't remember. Was California Games just as bad uh, as um, as Caveman Games in terms of just being about jamming the buttons, or was it a little more interesting, skill based? Jamie Owls, you want to take that one because. <laughs> um maybe you don't remember yeah yeah <laughs> i, no. I i've tried it recently a couple times and it, it wasn't great but i didn't <laughs> i didn't i didn't play it as a kid so i don't have that the nostalgia goggles on so i never was it all played... about sorry go ahead no no it's okay go ahead I was just going to ask, uh, since you played it recently, Inferno Fox, uh, did it seem like it was about tapping the button the fastest, or was it at least a little more complex than that? Because that's what 99% of Caveman games yes, boils down to. Who can hit the button the quickest? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was For me, it was mostly about failing, and failing a lot, and failing often, <laughs> which is what I did gloriously and, and horrendously. 
So I couldn't tell you. I like okay. I didn't know what I needed to do in half of these. <laughs> I games. see. I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's not like how like Mario Party games are where they give you the instructions. It's like, of no, course. Or yeah. You, or you write in the game and you just. The kids will figure it out after they play it a hundred times. And it's assuming the kids are reading the manuals beforehand. <laughs> But <laughs> assuming most kids can read at this point. Yeah. So, <laughs> dude, I remember getting the manuals and everything and pouring over them. Like it wouldn't be that I had the strongest reading skills, but like the pictures and everything. There and were the was certain awesome. games, certain games that I poured over the manuals and then other games didn't look at the manuals once. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh Simbu, uh, I want to go ahead and ask you, uh, what are three of your favorite games from, from this third generation? Well, I mean, let's go ahead and even though it is probably one of the worst games ever created, E.T. Uh, <laughs> I was absolutely the not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, the Friday the 13th game for NES. I was It was fun. my foray into horror. Um, and obviously as everybody, anybody who pay it knows me sees how well that that stuck. Um, <laughs> I obviously super Mario is always a fun game to play. Um, and then of course I got to go with micro machines. Yes. Micro machines. Best racing games. Yep. Uh-huh. It was horrendous you know, as far as graphical and whatnot, no. but it was so much fun. You know, <laughs> again, you're a tiny little car racing on a pool table, racing mm -hmm. across the kitchen counter, racing through the living room. I mean, it was, it was unique and it was a lot of fun. Um, oh, yeah. And then I, I guess one of my honor, my, uh, my only real honorable mention would have to be the American gladiators game. Ooh, I don't remember that one as much. That um, was uh during the time when American Gladiators was like the cats behind, right, yep. yes, you know, so it was kind of fun to watch the show on TV and then be able to play through the challenges, you know, yourself. Which, of course, I didn't have an NES, so a lot of that was at friends' houses or at Jason the Thirteenth place, where mm -hmm. we did played a lot of Micro Machines. Yes, we did because <laughs> <We did. laughs> of one of the very few two-player games where. We could both play together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's so funny. Uh, Jimmy Owls and I were playing that together for a little bit, uh, working on a, a uh, some content for the YouTube channel. And that, that was something that uh, we, we did some time on. We, we had no idea what the heck was going on and, and how to play it. But, you know, we, we were doing it. And we were driving the little cars. We kept like going one end and and, and Jamie Owls going the other just constantly. Didn't There was no was rhyme so or reason to it. <laughs> no those those are good picks i think and and it really kind of emphasizes the whole favorite thing because i mean if you got a favorite game no nobody's gonna nobody's gonna freaking take that away from you especially uh how core a part of an, an identity some, sometimes these games can become um I, i'm enough of a nerd where like my favorite game of all time final fantasy 6 not in this generation kind of helped help me with that a bit so it's I, I think it's awesome to hear that friday the 13th was really that for you simbu that that, that that's really cool uh so i want to ask storm now 
<clears throat> Storm Rose Sky, what are your three favorite third generation video games? I'm confused. Where is Super Mario Brothers 2 in the world of things? <laughs> the generations. Okay. It's, it's in this really... generation. Yeah. Okay. It is in this generation. Okay. Because that's the Mario that I absolutely loved, and it was because of Birdo. <laughs> I just love Birdo and Duck Hunt also. I just like playing that one. Unfortunately, our when we had the Nintendo when I was growing up, it was my older brother's. And once he got his own room in the attic and he absconded with the Nintendo, so my <laughs> playtime with Nintendo is very, very little. But um, Super Mario Brothers 2, Duck Hunt, and I'm going to take. Um, Jamie Jamie L's honorable mention California games Aww. being a favorite because I loved California games on the computer on the PC so having it in the Nintendo was fun to play and it was a lot of button mashing and there were things that I couldn't pass because I didn't have the special joystick thingy-bop <laughs> yeah. so you know, <laughs> just didn't win those but I died and just kept playing again because that's what I do and you know they're fun until they're not fun so but yeah, Birdo, Birdo stands out, and it was just fun to throw the freaking eggs at him. Yeah, she's. <laughs> she, she, it's funny too because she's uh, ended up becoming like a, such a core part of the Mario series, up to and including being into the games like uh, the the newest Mario Kart uh, as a playable character, playable driver, and like Mario RPG as a as a boss in it, and midway through dungeon. Uh, you remember that, uh, right, Storm? Yes, yes, I do. God, I'm wondering. What, uh, I'm wondering what, what she's gonna look like in. I know the the remake. Oh, that's coming soon too. Excitement. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two and a half months. Woo! <laughs> I want to yeah, try it's, that it, when it, it comes out. <gasps> oh, you're gonna, gonna so love good. it. Yes. <laughs> when I, love when it. I'm done playing it, you can definitely play. It. <laughs> I see yep. what you did there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Mario too. I, I love because it's uh, and when Storm, of course, is saying Mario too for for those who like like to revel in the the pedantry. She, of course, is referring to the U.S. version, which is a official Nintendo hack of a Japanese game called Doki Doki Panic. It's a more updated, revised version, but with Mario characters. But I mean, come on, for us U.S.ites. Uh, we know that as Mario too, and and with how uh, much of a change it was from the core gameplay of the original Super Mario Brothers, like it, it was just a a, a ton of fun, almost almost kind of like uh, uh, no, I was gonna say Metrovania or open world, but no, that's not that's no. that's not what it would, would would be, but like it, you were really nope. free to explore and find find your way and find multiple exits. So, uh, Astromedes, how about you? What are your three favorite games from the third generation? Uh, so I tried to pick games that were favorites I played a ton of as a kid and attempted to uh, play at least briefly some of these through whatever means that I had at my disposal um, to kind of confirm what sort of still 
felt fun basically like so i tried to narrow the list a bit uh using that criteria so that in mind um i'll say number three was i'll start from the bottom number three on my list was zelda 2 actually i played zelda 1 at legend of zelda 1 and zelda 2 and ultimately one you know in comparison feels slow and just so much older than two two i was kind of impressed immediately by how kind of like quick into the action and for a game of its time the ui is pretty okay like just the variation in like the overworld and the kind of random encounters and lock and key system on the overworld map like there's a a ton going on in that game the whole shield system and combat itself and leveling mechanic and magic spells and it's i was kind of like just struck how uh i think it was kind of like ahead of its time in terms of like an, an action RPG design that actually is like pretty equal in terms of the action and the RPG stuff. Um, and interesting in that it's such a departure from the first game in yeah. terms of gameplay. So yeah, Legend of Zelda 2, I would say, is my number three in the list here. Number two is RC Pro-Am. Um, pick it up, play it, and it is immediately obvious in how to play uh fun gets right to the point like there's this i love this design in the game um that the the music when you win the race that leads into the trophy room music that leads into the next race music is it makes this interesting little like loop in terms of the way the game's designed like it is the definition of like you know just one more level kind of gameplay before you put it back down like my my mom played this game a lot actually when i was a kid too and i remember waking up and finding the game paused and her telling me don't touch the game you know i got a million races in i'm sure she was up till 5 a.m playing and that just went to bed or whatever and it was it's it's a great game um it's still really holds up like controls are really simple but it's it's there's sort of a lot going on there that's designed pretty well um but uh and then number one was uh the original double dragon i just always loved this game i picked it up and immediately all the kind of like muscle memory kicked in but like in addition to that like it just the the biggest criticism even though i kind of made it my number one i would say ui wise it's pretty bad at communicating like i remember it being many years after me kind of having played the game really understanding that you got additional hearts as you got more special moves it sort of just felt like a mystery and i had intuited as a kid that i got more moves as it went on but i never really understood the mechanic or and it's very it's not very well communicated but the the gameplay is fun for such kind of a small number of inputs and what is kind of like a slow movement system and everything it just it feels very kind of like dangerous i thought like the theming was really good too for like a game of the kind of like era it has this really kind of like dark and dangerous sort of vibe going between the music and sort of the character designs and everything and i uh, i played the mode b or whatever i'd actually forgotten it was part of uh double dragon one there's a b mode and that is uh, a terrible one-on-one -on -one fighting game. I remembered <laughs> after I started in my mind, this that was maybe something they'd tacked on to number two or something. But what's kind of surprising about it is they went through all the trouble of making totally separate character graphics for all these characters at a larger size 
for this and gave them sort of like different moves to like mm-hmm. a, uh, abbreviated like move set to down just to just like a couple buttons. And it's bad. It would have been much more fun if they literally took the existing. That. Yeah. It's like on the main and the title screen yeah, is like in terms of UI design. It's really bad too. Cause I remember even as a kid having this problem on the main title screen, the selector only moves when you press select. Not yes. up or down. Ah, and ah, I remember ah, this ah. being like a sort of like debated. It seemed like what is the best practice on the NES for menus and some kind of typically earlier games, I feel like were more insistent that you select to change yep. a menu selection it, and the arrows weren't for that. <laughs> it is possible that being that young that I just never hit select on double drag. <laughs> <laughs> That could be the case. And that's, that's why funny. I don't remember that mode at all. <laughs> it's funny, too, because uh, Jamie Owls and I we literally ran into that when we were capturing footage for my one of my upcoming videos where she needed to she had to have the one player thing because I gave her uh, the, the controller while I was using the, the keyboard uh, as second player. And it, I'm like, OK, uh, we'll go ahead and select player two. She's like, OK. And she, she you know, she's hitting down. <laughs> It's not moving the the darn icon down. It's like, oh, you have to hit select. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I hit down. I'm like, I know, but you got to hit select. <laughs> You're supposed to do things the right way. I'll just mention <laughs> quickly kind of a, a runner up to a game that I didn't really play while I was a kid. I only played it uh, later. But uh, the first Final Fantasy game uh, is in terms of just like the kind of make your own party layout. I just remember being really enamored with that and the fact that you can kind of make weird challenges for yourself. Like I'm going to do four red mages or something strange in the design, whatever, of the first game. I always thought it was really good. But that game, like it, I was immediately struck by sort of like bad UI um, <laughs> and particularly the combat itself. It feels so bad to miss a guy that you killed like because you were even if you planned for it the uh, for those not super familiar with final fantasy one when you tell your uh your characters to attack you select like an an enemy as you'd expect but you select all the enemies and if you select an enemy that died from previous attack well that character just literally wastes their turn and i'm sure the thinking there is oh that's part of the gameplay or the challenge, but I think that's one of those, uh, it's just a, a bad design decision. It feels, yeah. it felt bad then and it feels even worse now. So one of the funny things is I, I'm probably the most critical of my most favorite series and games and Final Fantasy being my most favorite, I'm also the most critical and Final Fantasy 1 is a buggy freaking mess because not only what you had mentioned, but there are spells that just straight up don't work. Like they literally, they're supposed <laughs> to do something, but they don't work. There's, oh, wow. I wasn't even familiar with that. <laughs> there's stats that just don't work. Like the intelligence stat is supposed to boost magic power. Yeah, it doesn't work. Just completely flawed. Mm-hmm. The 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 luck uh, stat doesn't work. The fourth player in the fourth slot cannot run. Statistically impossible. Just cannot <laughs> run. Like it, there's a, there's an invisible NPC in, in the first castle of the game because of there was a, like an overrun or debug overrun issue. And if the, the, that again, not supposed to be that way. It's, it's a huge buggy mess, but for what it was, it's still, it was a good game for its time. Just 
you know, it, it, the the best the best thing I can suggest, obviously, is to play a, a an updated version like Final Fantasy Origins or or uh, on the PS One or obviously the Pixel remasters. But yeah, Astromedes, they're they're don't don't get me started on the the issues <laughs> that I have with the first Final Fantasy, and it's it's in my top ten of Final Fantasy games too. So yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, RC Program, which which RC Program game, the first or the second? The first one was actually the only one I played. I was I was vaguely aware of uh, second one, okay, so um, the, but the, I that, only played the first one. That that's the wrong answer. The correct answer is RC Program Two. <laughs> RC Program Two is is the the better game. So I don't no, think it, I ever it, played either one of them. It, it, they're both fan, fantastic games. I, I I have the same sort of like memories with RC Param two, the the obviously the second one versus the first one. Uh, but yeah, they're they're both awesome. And if you like games like that, I recommend Rock and Roll Racing. Uh, it was a it was the game on that was on the Genesis and the Super Nintendo, but it got ported uh, kind of like an ultimate version uh, for the Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Switch, PS five, four, and Steam. Uh, on the Blizzard Arcade Collection, um, it's like a combination of both games, but like revamped uh, graphics and and sound and four player sp- split screen. It looks it's fantastic, uh, but don't stream it because it it has songs like Bad to the Bone because of course it has to ah. rock and roll racing and and the YouTube algorithm gods will strike your content down. So mm-hmm. yeah, you, you don't want to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna go ahead and mention my three favorites. Uh, my third favorite is going to be Crystalis, and this is a game that played more like an action RPG. So, like, think Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, but on the NES. the The soundtrack, absolute bangers on it. All the the music is fantastic. It has a really cool system for the four elemental swords. Uh, it's got a really interesting story because the world ends October sixth of nineteen ninety seven. So, you know, the world's been over for about uh, 29 <laughs> years now. You know, nobody, nobody's counting or anything. Um, translation of it is a little bit weird. Um, but I think that's because it's kind of a little bit of that English, not as bad as something like Final Fantasy II for the U.S., but, you know, it, it it's serviceable, I guess. But just really good good kind of amalgamation of, like, action and, and RPG. Uh, my number two is going to be this guy, uh, Final Fantasy III for the Famicom, because, you know, I did say third generation, and the Famicom is the Japanese counterpart to the uh, NES. And uh, this is probably one of the largest games on the NES cartridge-wise. It's like I, I th- it's like a little over half a megabyte. So for, again, NES time, that that's that's a lot. Uh, graphically, it looks a lot like Final Fantasy IV for the Super Nintendo, but again, of course, the NES. Uh, there's so many quality of life updates on this uh, that from from like the first two Final Fantasies. So like when that when you attack an enemy that is already dead uh, and it being ineffective for Final Fantasy One, that's gone. It automatically moves to a, a, another like enemy, like it should. Um, this is also the game that introduced uh, summons or espers or icons in the Final Fantasy series. Uh, Moogles as well. It's probably also one of the best uh, soundtracks that were on the NES. And it's really hard. Like, it's a really difficult Final Fantasy. And, and um, 
it's one of those early uh, JRPGs where you got to do a, a fair bit of grinding to get your characters like way, way up there, uh, especially that last dungeon. There's over uh, there's three parts to that last dungeon. There's over 15 floors and no save points, no rest points. So when you start the last dungeon, you're 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 in it for the long haul. You have to you pretty much have to go from the beginning all the way to all the way to the end, which I recommend the Final Fantasy 3 pixel remaster version of it because you obviously can do quick save and they've kind of eased up a little bit of that that last uh dungeon bow jazz where it gets really painfully difficult. And then my <clears throat> number one choice is uh what Astromedes had said, and that's uh, Zelda 2. And like you were saying, how different it was from the first Zelda game. I I loved that. I love the idea that the first Zelda was that whole like overhead top down view. And now you have mm-hmm. the uh, side view where it's like a platformer, but it's also like a uh, an action RPG. So like, okay, this is what this enemy looks like on the top view. Okay, now here's what it looks like. Uh, on a side view so in in a way you're kind of getting a poor man's 3d view if you combine both in your head of what these Mm -hmm. enemies and whatnot would look like and this game is so unique too no zelda game is like this for anything that that iterated uh after it none of them have taken that that formula beyond a a couple of the god-awful uh they who must not be named cdi games uh, yeah, the the closest <laughs> thing I've seen is like a uh, you see the occasional random like indie game that will do something that feels like Zelda two combat. Like I want to say this game Chasm maybe and is what it's called that feels very uh, Zelda two inspired. Funny, th- funny you said that too. You say that too because like uh, even games around this era kind of made made it like this. Like Rambo, Rambo takes a lot of the elements that were in that like like this uh faxanadu faxanadu uh another action rpg released actually a little before uh zelda 2 and then finally the biggest one battle of olympus where it's essentially like a very slightly modded looking link except in like a greek setting and it was made by the same devs as zelda 2 so if you like the whole gameplay of zelda 2 then you know, you, you can play, uh, I'd recommend Battle of Olympus. And of course, nostalgia abounds for, for all of these. Um, one of my favorite memories with Zelda 2 is like the fact that my brothers and I grew up playing it. Uh, some of the, the difficulty, just how tough it was. And to be like, uh, having my brothers, you know, say, oh, I was able to beat this level finally. Or I was able to beat the, the game or my older brother uh, figuring out how to cheese the last boss of dark link uh where it's supposed to be with one of the hardest battles of, of the game and there's jason laugh because he knows he knows and all you do <laughs> is you just go into the corner crouch and you just keep swiping your sword and <laughs> yep. dark link will just yep. run into you and kill himself literally. <laughs> so so i i gotta ask we, we've mentioned a lot of the the games um and i want to kind of ask you guys what what's your like favorite uh memory or, or remember memories w- with a lot of these <laughs> um and simbo i know you know i know you had mentioned how uh micro machines you, you played that a lot with uh jason the 13th um and then friday the 13th how 
that really help to kind of be a core part of uh, who like who you are and and how that that impacted your your um, your your current roles with, with hobbies and whatnot. Um, any favorite memories else that you want to share regarding your your favorite third generation games? Hmm. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of it was, for the most part, I mean, me and Jason the Thirteenth passing controllers on Mega Man was a lot. Was always a, a great memory. It's like, oh, I can't do this part, and he would, you know, pass the controller him. He would finish it off, and then he would get to a, he would get to a part where he would kind of get a little stuck. So he passed the controller off to me, and I would give it a whirl and. You know, just again, it was kind of like a, a bit of, you know, bonding between us. You know, we, we kind of grew up and kind of got into the same things. Now, one question I do want to ask real quickly. Jurassic Park, was it, was there an NES Jurassic Park or was that Super NES slash Genesis? I believe so, because it's funny, a, a Jurassic Park uh, collection actually uh pre-orders open for that on limited run games just just this past friday um so i want to say that there, yes yeah there was a uh jurassic park nes game it looks huh. like the super nintendo one uh, i'm googling it and where it's like an overhead thing yeah because I, I remember playing i can't remember if i played it on you know nes or you know snes but it was a top, like a top, top down view. You played as like Alan. You basically played as Alan Grant running around through Jurassic Park. Um, so I mean, again, of course, the whole dinosaur thing that was me and Jason the Thirteenth. You know, big, big draw there. But again, I, I do think that we didn't play the Jurassic Park game until SNES. Yep, SNES and Game Boy were the first ones I remember for Jurassic Park. Of course, I remember playing it on the Game Boy too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, uh, Storm, how about you? What are your uh, some of your favorite memories with uh, Mario Two, Duck Hunt, and and California games? You know, the Duck Hunt definitely um, trying to shoot the dog because his little stupid <laughs> laugh because you missed was aggravating. As <laughs> I'll get out. Um, you know, Mario with Birdo and jumping over and trying to land on the la the leg, the egg, and oh, you know, I'm going to segue away from this a little bit because some of my uh, more of my memories come from playing the Atari 7800 and Pole Position was my favorite racing game hmm. at the time. So that I have a lot more memories with because I spent a lot more time with Atari. There was also Pac-Man on it, so funny enough, I did not have the Tetris Nintendo Tetris rather game. Anyway, so um, yeah, but I guess that's a bit all over the place. But California games, I more remember on the PC. But there was some surfing thing that you had to do that was a lot of fun, and you know, of course, none of those games had any ability to ride horses or anything. And those are my favorite. Some of my newer favorite games, I have the ability to ride horses and other animals because <laughs> I like to do that. So, 
pet the dog and ride the horse important game features exactly (laughs) they they really are (laughs) they really are (laughs) uh astromedes how about you Uh, um i'm kind of curious what your like some of your favorite memories with zelda 2 are um i don't i i couldn't really come up with uh any specific memory specific to zelda 2 i mean well i guess so so thinking about zelda 2 specifically i mean i sort of like it was one of those games that uh i really uh had to kind of like work to get good at i do remember when i beat that uh that horse head first boss for the first time i felt very accomplished because i had set out to get good enough to beat it very intentionally so i could beat it and then beat it so it was uh sort of one of those like skill challenge games and similarly i do very specifically remember with double dragon the the first time i beat the two uh <laughs> abobos uh out and then entered the cave uh and then like the music changes and the stalactites are falling on you to jump across some <laughs> kind of mine carts or something like that uh but uh, I, I very specifically remember that. And then, though Duck Hunt was not in my list of games, uh, I do very much remember me and my brother, more me shooting him uh, with the gun just to make <laughs> each other angry. And my brother was young enough to where he understood he should be offended at that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I kind of alluded to before, uh, specifically Mega Man 2. I remember me, my brother, and my aunts, which weren't too far apart in age from us, so basically more like our cousins, uh, were playing the game. And we were at the point where we were trying to get past that like dragon mini boss every time we got to it, like multiple, probably at least half a dozen times. We would get there, everyone in the room would scream. As soon as the dragon appeared, the person playing would fall in the pit as a result of everyone <laughs> screaming. <laughs> this is basically went on that way. Uh, and I don't think we beat it that day. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's too funny. <laughs> yeah, I got, God, that dragon, every single time, because like, the, the blocks are moving and, you're, and you have to have Mega Man constantly moving and jumping and everything. And for whatever reason, the game makes, makes I think the game made those blocks when it, Mega Man is moving the same ice consistency as the flashman blocks that appear in that stage up until you, you finally stop and you meet it but i think it was just something to sort of make it feel like it's a fast moving thing so hey here's some slippery blocks for you <laughs> or at least it's it, that's what i I kept remembering is slipping off it's like i remember on. it being slippery too yeah in my head it's like they were ice blocks but yes. yeah i do remember them being slippery well uh jamie owls um kind of the, you kind of have the same thing with uh duck hunt you, you had your brother try and shoot you with the gun <laughs> no um pretty much for me the memories were just you know having fun with my two older siblings uh we used to have the tv set up in the basement and we would just all be surrounded by the tv taking turns playing duck hunts um I remember mostly watching my brother play um, Mario Brothers. And it's funny, my sister was never really much of a gamer. Only she uh, would play the California games with us. Um, 
it's funny out of the three of us i'm the only one that really stuck with uh continuing playing video games as we've gotten older my brother occasionally i believe he still has the original uh, nintendo 64 and then one christmas we bought him the mini nes so i know he plays a little bit like handful of times but I just think for me just you know at that time when you're kids and everything it just felt more relaxing where you just you didn't have anything else to worry about except like playing games and that's how I got introduced with playing more Mario games when I was a kid and um yeah that's pretty much all the memories I have with those three games Oh, it makes sense. There's nothing more relaxing than having your guy be eaten by a shark. Because <laughs> at least you know it's not you. It's it's no your your player avatar that that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jason, Jason, how about you? Uh, your so your favorite memory, of course, is uh our Mega Man X competition to see who could beat go as far as we could playing Mega Man. Dying. <laughs> without, without dying, dying. Is, that, is that no <laughs> uh as for uh memories of oh, those particular games um just Mega Man 2 being one of the first games to actually beat on my own without like any help or anything like that was probably like one of my first accomplishments for video games <laughs> um <laughs> For G.I. Joe, getting to the end of that game and then getting General Hawk was insane because he had the jetpack and everything. And he was like, oh, my God, the end level was so much fun with that. Um, but just having fun. Again, I have two brothers and a couple of cousins, including Simbu over here, that <laughs> just playing. And like he said, you get stuck, you get frustrated, you hand it off to somebody else, let them play it, get you unstuck, and then you get to go back to it and stuff like that. And then you brought up a memory that has nothing to do with this, cheesing games. My my mom never played video games. The only game she played was Tetris. It was the only game she played. But my dad played video games with us all the time. My dad, for the games that were harder to beat... Uh, found a way to hook it up and we re recorded on VHS. Yes, I'm showing my age again. <laughs> we recorded our gameplay to games on the VHS to watch back some of the bosses and stuff like that to see what would happen and then go back and play it again. And <laughs> Like a boxer. Yes. Preparing oh for their God, opponent. Oh my God, yes. We got that bad with some of the games. <laughs> yeah, but that's like that's I, not cheating. And and like, yeah, yeah I was yes. expecting uh, <laughs> something much different. Well, yeah, I, I think it. I think of it as like a cheesy thing to do. To where instead of just playing the game, we were like, you play it, you'd watch a boss battle, and then it's like, okay, well, I failed here, and then you see what it's, it's doing. It's a studious thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> anybody who's who's played the dark Souls series of games when they can't oh, beat a gosh. boss they just pull it up on youtube and feel, all right how the <laughs> how the frick do i beat this guy mm -hmm. so, <laughs> but, you see your your dad was ahead of his time <laughs> that's what you take that, away from that, that is true that is true <laughs> oh gosh yeah it's otherwise a, just having fun with the games and like i said the most replayed games are not necessarily the top games so 
Yeah, because I I think we'd probably have um uh, my like my top three games. What I think are the three best games on the system. Like I think probably the best game on the, the for like the third generation is Mario Three, but I it's not one of my favorite games. I've got a ton of memories with it. It's just there's just something with the the funkiness with my three, like how how unique Zelda Two is or how uh surprisingly good a crystalis was or uh final fantasy 3 i wasn't even a kid when i played that for the okay well i was a teenager i was i was like 15 or six yeah i was like 15 when i played final fantasy 3 for the first time but still i wasn't like how old i was uh with the original nes and that's it's just kind of an interesting uh thought with that um so yeah that's that's pretty much our discussion with the third generation it was it really an amazing generation insofar it was nintendo really paving the way for future generations and what we're going to touch upon future generations uh, most likely in a later video and podcast so uh real, that being real quick oh yes can, jason can can i say sorry to the sega because being that young at that time i did not know sega was a thing until sega genesis <laughs> yeah and that's that that's totally normal same same, same. same. A u.s centric experience uh-huh. for yep. most people. Yeah. <laughs> yes yeah yeah because like my, my we, first actual owned system was the sega genesis Mm-hmm. exactly like we we i don't think the sg 1000 came out in the in the states and sega master system didn't really blow up where we all were located and and really what wasn't selling near as much as the the, the original nes yep. <laughs> so, so but sorry to sega's third gen there so <laughs> and, and, and kind of going into the the fourth gen a little bit which we'll touch upon on a, a later video like that's we're going to have a lot more of a divided conversation yes. because of the yep. fact that it's going to be mm-hmm. uh we're all going to be talking about turbo graphics 16 yes that's right uh i i have some extensive turbo graphics 16 experience so good <laughs> exactly. to remind me that that console also existed as part of that generation a- a- absolutely so we're going to be t- t- talking ex- exclusively about our love for the Turbo Graphics 16, um, easily an episode's worth of content. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, 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 so that's that obviously is part of the fourth fourth generation. But like this shows shows how amazing that generation was, and how the NES helped to, in a way, influence and branch out some amazing systems. Because that's a that the uh, Turbo Graphics 16 or PC Engine, if you want to get japanese about it uh, i really had a lot of amazing games and just yeah i i've turned totally in japanese turn in japanese i really think so sorry i do Airworm. <laughs> and, and was, you're welcome for that <laughs> yeah i appreciate it there was one racing game that was on the nintendo system oh i thought about because i absolutely love the course in super mario because you jump all the time uh, is that Excitebike? Yes, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> thanks to the, game. thanks to that game for inspiring one of my favorite courses ever mm-hmm. on Mario Kart, the Excitebike. <laughs> I just love jumping the hills and <laughs> doing little twirly thingies in the air. So there. It was know. a great game. Had user generated content. Pretty rare at the time. Yeah, yeah especially hey. when I they didn't know that. allowed you to edit tracks. Yep, that's what the I mean. Best yeah. part of Excitebike was the the jamie owls effect of 
how how interesting could we make him crash? <laughs> and i i see your excite bike and i raise you versus excite bike because it essentially is excite bike but you can do two player simultaneous gameplay and the save and load feature actually works and doesn't brick your nes <laughs> and you know out of all this talk who uh who misses blowing into cartridges to get them to work? <laughs> I think Even we had a conversation about do that anything. before. Yep. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and having the special cleaner pads that you yep. used to get at the store to, yeah. you know. All the yep. physical cartridge paraffin. Hey, yes, <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a real cartridge. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, Alrighty. dust covers were such a thing of it, their time. They were. They were. Oh, gosh. But I just want to give a, a special shout out again to uh, the wonderful cast and crew here. They're really having an, an awesome amount of conversation about this topic and just in, in general. And you can always catch our podcasts again on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and of course here on YouTube. And, um, just want to make sure to remind you guys to you guys who are listening to make sure you like and subscribe and uh, catch us on the next one. But again, uh, I just want to thank my crew, Storm Rose Sky. You of course again find her at at Twitch and YouTube channels of Storm Rose Sky. Storm, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, and I'll, we'll hopefully have new content on the YouTube pretty soon it's just been slow going with work and all of that you know real mm-hmm. life stuff but uh yeah hopefully soon yes life always tends to get 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 in the way how dare it i know god <laughs> um also jamie owls 87 uh my partner and partner in crime thank you so much for joining us yes um pleasure as always i always have fun thank you and Astromedes, developer and co-owner of Second Place Games. Thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having me. And I'll just mention that I am looking to hopefully re-release a free version of my game, Horde Lord, that had uh, fallen out of uh, uh, native support in the Android store, initially without my knowledge. And I'm in the process of fixing up to just mm-hmm. release for free this time after my failed experiment of pricing it at $1 was just too much for consumers <laughs> to bear. definitely keep us posted when that that releases and we'll make sure to Mm -hmm. to let the viewers and listeners know uh where and uh when to find that um jason the 13th uh he of course has his youtube channel of jason the 13th not just a clever title jason thank you so much for joining us not a problem happy to be here as always And last but not least, Simbu Darkfang, one of the main actors for Basement of the Dead. Simbu, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, always a fun time. And again, gentle reminder, Basement of the Dead, located in uh, Aurora, Illinois, that's in Chicagoland, opens up uh, the grand, grand grand opening grand opening night on September 22nd. So definitely want to check that out if you enjoy a good scare. And th- thanks again to you, you, the viewers and listeners for joining and I uh, hope you have a great day.